0: Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander.
1: Enjoy your stay. Kiwi. No, Kiwi was like, I went in.
0: <laughs>
1: I went to sing? He always wants in. Uh, I think the music's already been playing. I think we're into the show. Oh, are, we are? I think so. Are we?
2: How's it? Hey, Hello. what's
1: up, everybody? Uh, Yay. Yeah. My name is Jimmy Wong, and you are listening to The Command Zone, your premier destination for all things Commander. I'm your host, Jimmy Wong. I want to talk Hey, everybody out there. How's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai.
2: <laughs> and this is Craig Blanchett.
1: Ooh, what's up, Craig? Just chillin'. Yeah, Just hanging out. We should, we should let should know. have our third
3: co host, Craig Blanchett,
1: here with us today. Our honorary co host. That's For the right.
2: 36th time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do bring you in a lot, Craig. That's because you're our favorite. Um, Thanks, guys. And also because today we are talking about Craig's favorite thing in the whole wide world: Infect. Chocolate? Oh, the, Infect. Chocolate yes, Infect. Yes. No, I'm chocolate kidding. Infect. <laughs> I want to get chocolate infected. Yes, it's like a Willy Wonka curse.
3: Uh, that's We've right. had a lot of people ask um, specifically about Craig's Infect decks. Mm-hmm. So we're finally going to tackle one on the show. And God, Jimmy? Yeah,
1: we're doing it. I we're, can't
3: believe we're encouraging people to play Infect.
1: You know, we'll talk about the politics of Infect in a bit, but you're right. I can't believe we're doing this either. We are putting this out into the world, everybody. I just want to know, but
3: by putting this out into the world, that doesn't mean I'm endorsing it. <laughs> like you know in the end of political commercials how it says I'm so and so and I support this message. You're not going to hear the I'm Josh Lee Quire, and I support this message
1: at the end of this. You will not. Yeah. In fact, we're all just cringing the entire time because we're going to talk about in fact. Craig's you know not what, I'm, at all.
2: I'm proud of you guys.
1: <laughs> thanks buddy uh, okay i support this message now <laughs> so yeah today we are talking about infect but first we have a couple things to cover in our upkeep we are on youtube and that means that we have videos for every single one of these podcasts courtesy of our amazing editor eli and uh we would love it if you subscribe to the channel so you can get updates uh, as to when we post our new videos uh, it's also a great way to follow along for an episode like this one or any kind of deck text or deck doctoring because we get to put up images of the card as we talk about them they sit there you can read the card you can look at the art and you don't have to remember what the card is when we're talking about it or when we mention it later on because we show the card almost always when we talk about it it's a great way to ingest our content uh, if you're not on the road, if you're, or if you don't listen to your podcast, um, in a place where yeah, you're... don't
3: don't listen to it when I mean don't watch it when you're in your car. <laughs> yeah, definitely do Just not listen do to that.
1: it if you're in your car. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, it's great. Uh, I I'd say put it on on your second monitor when you're working because we also have lots of cool animations. It looks really pretty, and you can subscribe to us now. Join the other twenty five hundred people or so that have subscribed to us so far, which is awesome. Hopefully, by the time that you're listening slash watching this, that's way more than that. Yeah. In fact, you could be listening to this like a year from now because it's the only episode we're ever going to do one. In fact, just Hey, kidding. no. <laughs> Craig's like, wait, no, why are we guys, recording?
2: No, guys, there's <laughs> more. Yeah, guys,
1: wait. I'm gonna, we're wait, only get... doing two of the colors right now. Let me get the other decks out, please.
2: <laughs> if you haven't
3: heard uh, the other episodes with Craig, we often talk about this, but Craig has, how many is it now? How many Infect decks?
2: I have six Infect decks. Used to be more though, right? It did used to be more. I had eight, and then I was like, I don't even play these ever unless I'm playing one-on-one, and you don't need eight to do one-on-one. So I might might as well cut
3: down to six Infect EDH (laughs) decks. That's more decks
1: than most people just have, period. This is true.
2: I I thought that Phyrexia needed a representation. Oh, boy. Six times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But not to mention, actually, these decks are cheap. Uh, they are not expensive decks, I think built, that's correct?
2: really the reason why I did it, because it's it's one of those...
1: <laughs> the murder <laughs> I, I, trial happens. That's a lie. That's <laughs> why I did it. That's <laughs> a lie. That's not why you did it. You have, like, 40 decks. 25. <laughs> yeah, that was cut down as well. Come on, Josh. Get with the times. My bad.
2: That's true. But uh, they're, they are. They're, you know, under $200, and, uh, you know, a lot of them are foiled out for under 200 bucks And, you know, I just had a lot of them from uh, opening up, you know, uh, New Phyrexia and... And things like that. When, uh, when a lot of the cards, out. yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just have a lot of ichor claw mirrors, and you know yeah. things that uh, that are fun. Well, and that's
3: make- one of the great things about the game too is that you can have these things that are sort of your cards, the things yeah. that speak to you. And, you know, Jimmy plays red. He loves putting Kiki Jiki in every deck. I'm a blue player. I like a lot of card draw shenanigans you're an infect guy and that's your way that the game speaks to you and there's a lot of different ways and so this is just another thing to try out and maybe you'll find that hopefully not but maybe you'll find <laughs> that this is the way you like to play the game i yeah. do have
2: to say infect is is one of the hardest uh, decks to play commander just because it's so inconsistent and you turn yourself into the target immediately so you know it's a it's a
1: Tough. Double-edged sword. Yeah,
2: it is a very double-edged sword. Yeah. You know, in uh, in modern and uh, standard, I guess not standard, but modern and uh, legacy, it can be a viable tactic. But in, in EDH, it's it's pretty tough to pull off.
3: Yeah. Well, it's, it, you're almost always going to get rid of at least one person. Right. It's just very hard to get rid of Two or three additional people. Exactly.
2: One on one play, in fact, is it's almost unbeatable. It's 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 pretty quick uh, in one on one battles. But uh, you're right. As soon as you add like three, four players on, it's it's uh, pretty stacked against you.
1: Indeed, it is. And so the deck that we're going to talk about today is based around um, maybe one of the. I mean, she does have the Phyrexia symbol in her text. Uh, it is Glissa the Traitor.
2: I think they actually did have her in mind for uh, Commander for Infect when they made this. Oh, really? I I don't know. I'd like to think so. I mean, there are a lot of Infect or proliferate artifacts as well as a lot of equipment that uh, can be made useful with her. Right. That you can kind of get back if anybody happens to destroy them. So, I don't know. I. Uh... You
3: want to read her, Jimmy?
1: Yeah. So, Glissa the traitor is, uh, doesn't actually have Infect herself. But she is a very powerful card and a very fun deck to build around as well. So Glissa the Trader reads, she's black, green, green for a 3-3 three, three, uh, zombie elf. And she has first strike and death touch. And whenever a creature, an opponent controls, is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may return target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. So she recurs artifacts when one of your opponent's creatures dies? Dies, yeah. Whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, you may return target artifact card from a graveyard to your hand. Pretty good. Um, because artifacts in general are one of the things that I think get hated out the most at tables if it's like one of the swords of feast and famines or um, even just Swiftfoot boots. Sometimes people are like, we need to get rid of that. Otherwise, this general is going to just dominate everyone. So Glissa allows you to return any artifact from a graveyard to your hand whenever any creature in opponent controls dies, not even non-token creatures, which is pretty good because that's going to happen a lot and you're going to have a lot of targets uh, in your deck, hopefully, if you build it around Glissa to put those artifacts back into your hand. So she's pretty powerful, I think. Um, she's also a three 3 mana, three, three, which is pretty good um, just because you can get it out in turn three. And First Strike Death Touch, like we talked about in our first Deck Doctor episode, is powerful. Makes her almost impossible to block. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you're not really looking to kill people with Glissa in this deck, right, Craig?
2: No, her. What I usually use her for is to either block creatures coming in so that their creature dies because of the first, first strike death touch, mm-hmm. or to attack into them. They either have to block or they end up taking the damage with some sort of, you know, equipment added on or something like that.
3: Well, and and an infect deck, if they know it, it's really really sketchy to let anything through ever.
2: Especially with, you know, cards like Tainted Strike with her, you know, you can attack with her and then give her plus one, plus zero and infect if they don't block, which is, you know, an extra four infect. Um,
3: and there's other ways to pump. I mean, yeah. Anytime you're playing an infect deck, the, the thing is you never want to let a single creature through because that one hit can kill you so many, you know, has mm-hmm. just the chance to do that so much more than your average deck. So I can see how, like, you force them to block with something, you kill it,
1: now you get an artifact back but they can't afford to just not block her. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. and we should mention very quickly what Infect is. Infect is an alternative way of damaging someone, and it's essentially poison. You're trying to kill someone via a separate means. So you can kill someone with 21 commander damage by taking their life from 40 to 0, or by giving them 10 Infect counters. And if a creature is a 1-1 and has Infect, and if you swing at someone they don't block, they don't take 1 damage, they take 1 Infect counter. If you get that to 10, they shrivel and they turn green and they die
3: yeah in fact actually reads this creature deals damage in the form of negative one, one negative one counters and to players in the form of poison counters correct yeah. so
1: if it's a creature blocks it and it's a two two and it's a one one it'll go it'll get a negative one negative one counter out and turn it into a one one yeah so it's super powerful in edh because the 10
3: poison counters stayed at 10 so what yeah. happened is the life total doubled Um, They added commander damage, Mm -hmm. and then poison counters actually stayed the same. So it's twice as powerful in commander as it it kind of, quote-unquote, should be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's very scary, and that's why Craig says you often get teamed up on as soon as people
1: realize you're playing Infect,
3: just because it's so scary to the table.
1: Yeah, and I think the reason that they kept it at 10 is, is because it's... It's not one-on-one. You still have to, if you're going to win the game, you need to be able to get rid of everyone. And Infect is a very linear strategy. So getting some of the 10 Infect counters is maybe easy to do one person, maybe two, but by the time everyone realizes what you're doing, it may be way too late for the Infect deck to get out ahead far enough.
2: And I think Infect really has like one real main negative, which is the, the creatures are typically very small. That's one of incl- sort of insects. how they balanced
3: it exactly. Yeah.
2: That's one of their you know their biggest downfalls is that you know if somebody has a huge creature, your infect deck is, is now much much less effective because now you have to pump and then give it trample and whatnot. But it, the two main advantages are you know something that they revisited in Modern Masters two now, which is proliferate. As you mentioned earlier, those infect are dealt to players in the form of counters. Mm-hmm. So the proliferate. Actually, can act to give each player an extra uh, infect counter. Um, and the other advantage is that they haven't had a way um, other than uh, one uh, legendary creature for you to prevent infect damage or to especially take infect damage away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's once it's there, it's there.
3: And proliferate is actually a really strong way because it's not, it, it gets around the need to attack them. So it's sort of like, what we'd call reach, not reach like blocking flying creatures, but just the ability to reach out and do damage directly. Well, you can yep. reach out and put poison counters on directly. So yeah, proliferate, actually a very scary thing once you have a few poison counters because you can't really do much to stop it.
2: Absolutely, yeah. especially with cards like Contagion Engine where it's inactivated ability, yep. you know, and then obviously there's instance and uh, things of that nature that give pl- proliferate as well.
1: Yeah, so definitely a, uh, a fun one. Right, Craig? I think so. It's it's fun, and it is also very scary. I think Infect is one of the scariest things to face down at the table. Even if you know they're not going to win the game, if you're the person they target first and you're not able to establish a board quick enough against their small guys that are 1-1s, 2-1s, and they do instant speed tricks, you could be out of the game by turn 3 or 4 without realizing it. Well, you'll definitely realize it, actually. Well, I I feel
3: like every time we've played against many Infect decks because Craig is in our play group, and every time you're against one of these decks, there's almost always a point where if it's just like well if he decides to attack me out i'm gonna die so Mm -hmm. uh there's not a lot i can do about it there's always points where it's like well he can take me out but he might choose to take out one of the other guys so there you know there's it's just a very powerful deck in that regard although a lot of times it's like he can take me out and then i don't know how he's gonna finish everybody else off
1: right but it, it is very very powerful yeah, so we're going to go through the uh, the key parts of this deck. And uh, in general, though, I think Infect is one of the hardest things to play in Commander because of what we're talking about. It's, it is it is good against 1v1. It's good in 1v1, and it's not good against the table. Because I think 3 player is still pretty good. Yeah, I think yeah. 3 is the yeah. max for it. Once that you get point, to 4, you've got to be pretty
3: cagey about how you play it, I think, in order to come out Very victorious.
2: Very cagey. Yeah. And yeah. there's only certain generals that will really take care of 4 players, which I don't think this is one of them.
1: Yeah, not to mention, this is the easiest thing to politic against. I mean, if you're like, hey, do you guys want to kill the infect guy? guy?" Everyone, like, hands up, (laughs) boom! (laughs) Not very hard to convince many people to do that. Um, So let's start by talking about some cards under the category of pushing through. So I call it pushing through because pushing through damage slash infect counters is one of the ways that this deck wins, and also is one of the ways that it beats other decks that might have defenders early or have a bunch of things that just get in the way of the creatures. So um, one of the premier cards in this deck that I actually put in uh, a few decks of my own is Spinebiter. And this card by itself is a win condition in a lot of ways. Um, It's four and two green for a creature beast. It has infect, so it deals damage to creatures in the form of minus one, minus one counters and to players in the form of poison counters. And you may have Spinebiter assign its combat damage as though it weren't blocked. So, This guy attacks, and no matter what happens, no matter how many creatures you put in front of him, he's guaranteed going to put minimum three poison counters on a person. And that is a third of everything they need to die, essentially. Yep, and any sort of pump or anything else,
3: or you equip it before you do that, it's very easy for this to come down. You untap with it, and then somebody just dies. And there's not not a lot they can do about it. Only things like Maze of Ith. Yeah. Um, Or kill spells, obviously.
1: Yeah, this is great in Rafiq. This is where I was first introduced to this card because uh, it can just, with Exalted and Double Strike, get to 10 and just one-shot someone, which is terrifying. Um, The next card uh, is Reaper of Shieldred. Yeah, I'll read it. It's four and a black for a 2-5
3: creature horror has infect. It says, whenever a source deals damage to Reaper of Shieldred, that source's controller gets a poison counter. So... You never Even if you them, block it,
1: <laughs> you still get a poison counter. So
3: you, you attack with it. If they block it, they get two or they get uh, one. If they
1: don't block it, they get two. So damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, and it's definitely one of those cards that just gets in. Uh, two five is also it's a pretty decent body. Um, the it's, fact that it's, it's got tough s- to block and kill it. It's tough to block and kill it, and the five toughness really does matter here. Um, and there aren't too many infect cards that have like a high toughness. Usually their power is two or less, right? Three or less. It. Unless the card costs a lot, then it gets a little higher. Um, Craig, you want to read the next one?
2: Yeah, the next one's one of my favorite, and it's uh, Phyrexian Swarmlord. It's uh, four and two green for an insect horror or an insect horror. Uh, it's a four-four. May as
1: well be an infect horror. <laughs> it might as well. <laughs> They're all infect horrors. Yeah.
2: It's a four-four infect, and it says at the beginning of your upkeep, put a one-one green insect creature with infect into the battlefield for each poison counter your opponents have. So especially late game, I mean, one of the big things with this deck, or with any Infect deck, is how many creatures do you have? Because you typically have a lot of pump spells. Mm-hmm. So the more creatures you have to attack, the more options you have for one of them to get through, and then you pump it. And, you know, you typically then they deal die. Exactly. Yeah, they four die. up to, you know, eight, depending on which pump spell you use.
3: Let me just talk about how seamlessly you said insect creature with infect, insect with infect, insect with infect. That's actually kind
1: of hard to say. It is hard. Uh, next up, we got a zombie knight with infect. It's the Phyrexian Crusader from Mirrodin Besieged. So this is the uh, the dark brother to the uh, um, the Miran Crusader. It's a first strike protection from red and from white two two for one and two black, and it has infect. So this thing is. On the table, probably going to get in somewhere. Uh, it's a very versatile creature. It's You can't path to exile it. You can't burn it out. It's very tough to get rid of something like this. And this is definitely one of those creatures that if you equip and go against the right person, they may have just no option of blocking it ever.
2: I yeah. just want to point out another uh, advantage to this card. The first strike. First strike is one of the best uh, advantages in infect because the fact that it does damage in the form of uh, minus one, minus one counters with the first strike, it deals its damage, reduces the power and toughness of the creature that's blocking or it's blocking. Mm -hmm. And by the time that that creature deals its damage, your infect creature might actually be able to stay alive.
3: Yeah. If it's a three, three, it turns into a one, one, and then it doesn't kill the crusader. Exactly. Yeah. And if it's a two, two, it just dies before it even hits them. Right. Pretty good. Yeah. Very, very powerful. Um, what's the next one? Icarats.
1: Oh yes. So the Icarats uh, is one and two black for a two one with infect, and it's a creature rat. And uh, when the Icarats enter the battlefield, each player gets a poison counter. Uh, it seems innocuous, but how with many proliferate time- too? That's proliferate really crazy powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times has someone been at like eight or nine infect, and it's like, oh gosh, I just can't take one more hit. I'm gonna put a couple of creatures out. I'm good. I'm safe. Icarats, Spinebiter. Any of those creatures, the the ability to push through and add poison counters is where Infect wins. It's being able to do it because combat. It's really easy to figure out how to combat this, right? Put blockers in the way of Infect creatures, and they're all two ones. They're all three twos. They're gonna die in combat, but cards like Icarats, cards like Spinebiter, get around all that, and that's how they really push through the damage and well, get the win. Icarats even gets around
3: uh, removal spells. So yeah. it you you have to counter it, otherwise it's you're getting the one poison counter and, mm-hmm. and with Proliferate if giving everybody a poison counter is so powerful.
1: Bouncing something like this would be really mean. Yeah, flickering I think it, you flickering know. Flickering
3: it is a legitimate strategy yeah. um to, to victory, yeah. Um the next one is Hand of the Praetors. Uh it it's an it has an infect. It's a three-two for three and a black. It's an infect lord. It says other creatures you control with infect get plus one plus one. Whenever you cast a creature spell with Infect, target player gets a poison counter. That's absurd. Again, it's just Reach. It's 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 poison with Reach. Yeah. So Super if you scary. played
1: Icarats, and everyone, one everyone gets one, and one person gets two counters. Yep. Um. So that's very very good. And
3: your rats are bigger because the pro- they get the, plus one plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're doing so. More then damaging when combat. they hit, they give more poison counters. Like this, just snowballs on you really fast.
2: Yeah. The battle tricks and in Infect like that are built in are. I think that might be why I actually got into it.
1: Oh, for the uh speed you know, t- combat tricks.
2: Well, just that you know the combat tricks, like we're talking about Ichor Rats. You know, when it comes in, it deals you know uh, poison counter to everybody mm-hmm. with hand of the Preorders. You know, every time you cast an Infect creature, you get to choose somebody, and then with Proliferate, just the the amount of Infect counters that you can give to somebody, and th- those battle tricks that are different from you know typical magic.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this. The, the reason I like Infect is that it does kind of play with Magic: The Gathering in a way that you don't normally see, and that kind of is the spirit of EDH, is to play decks that mess around with the game itself, sort of toy with the what's possible and what's not. And Infect is definitely one of those. Those, <laughs> it's definitely one of those ways to do that. <laughs> Some people are throwing up in their mouth when you say it's the spirit <laughs> of EDH, but yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Whatever, win however you can. That's and, right. You know, as long as you're having fun, then you know what I, I'm okay with it.
3: Uh, Let's talk about the next category, which we've labeled Utility Infect. So the first creature in this category is the Rot Wolf. It's two and a green. It's a two-two wolf creature with infect, if you're sensing a theme here. (laughs) Uh, Whenever a creature dealt damage by Rot Wolf this turn is put into a graveyard, you get to draw a card. Yep. Basically, this says, don't block me. Which sucks, because it has Infect, so you have to block it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing people learn really quickly when they play against Infect. You cannot afford to let any of them hit you ever. So you just block. And then it's like,
1: fine, then I'll just draw cards. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely not... I mean, it's, it's dirty, the fact that this deck does have the ability to draw cards and just keep it going because there's one thing that because this deck relies a lot on combat tricks which, which we'll talk about later card draw is especially important because a lot of your combat tricks aren't going to replace the card that you just played so any certain, any way you can draw cards off of your infect cards the better so it's a great creature because it has the ability just to attack as a 2/2 and the upside that people just don't want to block it in general um I, there,
2: I just want to point out like you said you know one of the advantages in infect is or in any deck is being able to draw cards and one of the advantages of this general um, and this deck specifically is the ability to draw cards through when your opponent's creatures die. If you have any creatures, you know, like Plague Mirror, Phyrexian Juggernaut, Pestilent Soul Eater, Core Prowler, any one of those Infect uh, Artifact creatures, you can now essentially draw those cards out of your graveyard to then stack With Glissa. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want With to read Zissa. Plague Mirror? Sure. Plague Mirror is is uh, a 1-1 one, one for 2. Uh, it's an artifact creature, a mirror. It has uh, Infect, and tap it, add one colorless to your mana pool.
3: Pretty simple. So, you know, we're always talking about every deck needs card draw and mana ramp. And then we're always saying, but we want those cards that are doing those things to fit within the synergy of what our deck's doing. So mm. here we just said, there's a Rot Wolf and a Plague Mirror. One's card draw, one's mana ramp. Both have Infect. These are perfect cards they, those are the type of cards. Whatever deck you're building, it's like my ramp card also does the main theme of my deck. My yeah. card draw card also does the main theme of my deck, so it can draw me cards or it can put poison counters on the guy. These are cards you should be looking for when you're building any kind of deck that fit into that slot. So, very
2: and I cool. think black green is one of the one of the only two color combinations that's viable in infect. Um, you know, because because of the limited amount of creatures that they made in each color of infect yeah you know mm-hmm. black, it's hard green, to fill out a 99 card singleton deck exactly otherwise. and black green is you know the the most of both colors you know i think it's green primarily in fact followed by black and then uh, i believe white is then the next and then blue and then red
1: yeah uh, next, we have Corpse Cur, which is a four-drop artifact creature hound. Uh, it has infect, and when it enters the battlefield, you may return target creature card with infect from your graveyard to your hand. So it's, it's your version of the Eternal Witness in this deck. It's a Grave Digger. It's a Grave Digger, yeah, and it's going to pretty much get back every single creature uh, That you're putting into the graveyard and the thing is with this deck too a lot of creatures do die early because they need to get removed one way or the other through blocking or whatever so cards like corpse cur are very important not to mention that when this guy dies glissa gets to put them back into your hand
3: and you
2: play him exactly then you play
1: him again get something else i mean
2: corpse cur and glissa is an engine in and of itself
3: yep very cool
1: next section artifacts matter so artifacts are definitely the the key to this deck thanks to glissa being able to return them to your hand um one card that i didn't actually put on here that we should definitely talk about is the phyrexian juggernaut this is like the granddaddy of 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 infect artifact creatures right are there any that are just bigger than this outside of blightsteel colossus
2: Outside of Blightsteel, he's
1: the biggest. Yeah, so and Juggernaut is a 6-drop. That's a 5-5, five five, and attacks each turn, if able, as most Juggernauts do, and it just has infect. So it's a 5-5 five five giant smasher, beater, and because it's an artifact creature, it is able to be returned to your hand thanks to Glissa. So if you get that guy down, he has haste, and you're able to cast him every turn. It's going to be really hard for your opponents to get out from under that. That guy needs to go in the Xenagos stack, by the way. Oh, that would be really good. Ghost deck. Infecta Ghost He just is, kills you. Yeah, Infecta Ghost is definitely a very viable... That commander is probably one of the best for Infect now that I think about it. Um, okay, Artifacts Matter.
3: Contagion Clasp is our first card. It says... It's a two-drop artifact. It says, When Contagion Clasp enters the battlefield, put a negative one, negative one counter on target creature. Then you can pay four and tap the Contagion Clasp to proliferate.
1: So Proliferate says you choose any number of permanents and or players with counters on them, then give each another counter of a kind already there. So you're essentially increasing. Um, for Contagion class specifically, it's thinking like, okay, you just put a minus one, minus one counter on their target creature. When you Proliferate, you're going to put another one on that creature. But in this deck, you're essentially putting another poison counter or infect counter on anyone that already has one there. So it's a way for this deck to kill you without ever having to actually attack you more than a few times. Yeah, once it's hit
3: you, and you've got some poison, if you mm-hmm. manage to get enough blockers up, the Contagion clasp can still just get you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Contagion class is, is one of the Proliferate Matters cards. That's also an artifact. Uh, there's also Contagion Engine. Are you guys seeing a pattern here? Which is a six-drop artifact. When it enters the battlefield, you get to put a minus one minus card on each creature target player controls. And for four, you get to tap it and proliferate, then proliferate again. So if someone's at one poison counter, you can take them up to three. Pretty insane. You being and able take to take out this,
2: all of their creatures yeah. rather swiftly.
1: Yeah, exactly. So contagion engine is the uh, sort of like the uh, the brood mother of contagion clasp. Contagion clasp like goes to contagion engine. And goes like, hey, how would I do today? And engine's like, I don't know, I proliferated twice every time I did it. How about you? <laughs>
2: and the crazy thing is the that proliferate can also work on planeswalkers. So you right. know, contagion engine and contagion clasp not just good in infect. Also, very good if you run a lot of planeswalkers.
1: Yeah. And it, also, not to mention the engine, it's kind of doing what Elish Norn does, if you think about it, when it hits the battlefield. It does a negative one, negative one count to each creature a certain player controls. And then when you do it again, you are giving them all minus three, minus three. It's really dirty. And they
2: stay there. That's mm-hmm. the best. Ba- and, you know, with cards like Necroskitter, um, which I did not put in this deck uh, just because I don't have another one right now. Um, you know, now if their creatures die with minus one, minus one counters on them, now they come into the battlefield under your control. Yeah, you get them. That's yeah. actually two, in Modern for Masters two black and one white, or yeah. one colorless, that's unbelievable. You it's might in, open it's it. It's
3: in MM 2015. You can get another one. They're yep. going to go way down in price. Sweet. Not that they were expensive.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh,
3: the next card in the Artifacts Matter is Throne of Geth. It's an artifact. It's a two drop. It just says, tap it, sacrifice an artifact, proliferate.
1: I love that proliferation.
2: Yeah, this is great for end of the battlefield or end of uh, turn tricks. Right before your turn, you can sacrifice a creature, especially, or right before you destroy somebody else's creature, mm-hmm. you tap, sacrifice. You know, uh, Plus in it innocuous brings it back. Artifact. Play it again. Do it exactly. again. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we have Dolmen Gate. It's a two-drop artifact. This actually goes well in a lot of EDH decks. Prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to attacking creatures you control. So, uh, what's this do in this deck, Craig?
2: I mean, you can now attack with everything, and you know you have no no worries about any of your creatures dying, but they still deal damage to your opponent's creatures. Um, so it kind of just gives you a way of attacking without con- consequences.
3: Yeah, I think we talked about this in the Deck Doctors uh, episode a little while ago, mm-hmm. the Alicia one, Alicia one. Um, a lot of times when you have a lot of smaller creatures. Like, two large creatures will just stop you in your tracks. Yeah. Dolmen Gate allows you to continue to push through damage because it doesn't matter. They're not just going to eat the two creatures that they block. They're just going to bounce off each other, and you'll still have them. So Pretty good. Yeah. So when you know that you're going to be running into that situation, that's the type of card you need.
2: Especially if you have a lot of creatures, and then you have, you know, a few pump spells in your hand, you know that if one or two of them get through, you can finish them off. Right. Mm -hmm. And now they're two creatures, two huge creatures are... Doesn't matter because uh, they're dead.
3: They don't do anything, yeah. Uh the next one is Power Matrix. End of the Matrix. It's I like anything with the name Matrix in it. <laughs> it's a four-drop artifact. It says tap it, target creature gets plus one, plus one, and gains flying, first strike, and trample until end of turn. This is my
2: favorite pep, it's pet
1: first, card. First
2: this is like this is everything infect wants to be. It's yeah. it's free to do. You all you have to do is tap it. There's no Tap one mana and tap it. Tap two mana and tap it. Mm It comes into play for four. You can tap it immediately. Gives your Infect creature everything that it needs.
3: Yeah, more. It hits harder. It does first strike. It flies and has trample. So
2: it has evasion. Gets over once, you know, if they block. Gives it a little bit of boost. And uh, the first strike is, is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, the, the evasion of flying is actually really important because, I mean, I find that this deck usually just goes goes at the person that can't block it the best. And if you have just a little bit extra with flying or it's like something like Trailblazer's Boots, which is an artifact equipment that you equip for two and it's just equipped creature has non-basic land walk. So it can't be blocked as long as defending player controls a non-basic land. And this is EDH everyone is running non-basic lands, yeah. which means that you're making a creature essentially unblockable pretty much for the entire table. I, I mean, unless you're going against a mono-colored deck. But, but even, even then,
2: mono-colored decks have mostly... Yeah, exactly. Mostly, uh, there are just so many lands.
1: utility creatures out there, or utility lands out there, that Trailblazer boots. I think this is actually one of the... This could be one of the cards that are... You know, we could talk about in a, in a future episode, just about... No one really expects how good this card is, but it is excellent. Especially in decks that want it. All right. The next
3: section is my favorite. Yeah, because we never talk about stuff like this. Yeah,
1: combat tricks.
3: Yeah, it's just very underutilized in EDH. Very few decks want them. Infect decks are classic for wanting this type of effect, uh, because you don't. Usually, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Usually, an extra three or four damage for a giant growth type spell, it just isn't isn't enough to do what you need to do. But in infect, when you have to do only ten damage to somebody to kill them, then a pump spell can be like you know take instead of killing them in 3 turns you kill them in 1 turn yeah exactly yeah. so super powerful um i guess the first one i'll read is vines of vastwood also from uh modern Reprints. masters 2015 yep um it says pay one green and it has a kicker of a green so you may pay an additional green as you cast this spell target creature can't be the target of spells or abilities your opponents control this turn if Vines of Vastwood was kicked, that creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. So you can sort of counter a removal spell and simultaneously give it like a super giant growth for two green.
1: Yeah, which is really good. And there's a reason that this is played in Modern as well for yep. the Infect decks. That's why I was reprinting Modern Masters as well. Uh, it's it's great for, for, even just for one green, it's just to protect your creature from a spell and if you're using it in combat or if you're swinging at someone and they're like, "All right, instant speed removal after you declare it as an attacker, finds a vast wood, gets it in for a ton more and plus four, plus four, I mean, if a creature's a one-one, that's half the damage needed to kill someone with infect, so.
3: Well, and it, it, this type of spell makes it really dangerous to do things like, oh, I'll tap out because I know of I a source to plowshares, and if he comes at me with it, then I'll use that. Mm-hmm. It makes it really scary to do those type of things, and so what happens is they can't really crack back on
1: you or tap out because they're scared of stuff like this. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty good. Um, next up, we have Stonewood Invocation. Do you want to read that one, Craig?
2: Yeah, similar type of uh, tactic. It has uh, split second. Um, let, let me go back. It's uh Stonewood infication is uh three colorless and one green for an instant. Uh this instant has split second, which means that as you cast this spell, uh, as it ha- enters the stack, players can't play spells or activated abilities that aren't mana abilities.
1: Um so it's pretty much uncounterable, is what it's saying. Is it once it hits the stack, it's it's reached the top. Nothing else can go on top of that. You can't play another spell in response unless it's like you're tapping a soul ring for mana or something.
3: But even then, you can't use that mana yet exactly. until this resolves, yeah.
2: So split second, and target creature gets plus five, plus five until end of turn and can't be the target of spells or abilities this turn.
1: So again, shroud shroud and gets plus five, plus five. This cancels the stack, essentially. It's a very powerful card. It doesn't cancel the stack. All the stuff well,
3: right. would still happen, but yes, it makes it so that you can't preempt it. Right. So once you cast that, that's going to resolve. Mm-hmm. and then you can start doing stuff again on the stack. So you're going to protect that creature. They're not going to be able to target it with something else. Right. Like a lot of times what happens... You can't happens, the
1: spell either. You can't counter it.
3: Right. What happens with Vines of Vastwood sometimes, not option, not often, but they could go, I swords to plowshare your creature. You say, I Vines of Vastwood it. Okay, I Path to Exile it. And so now that Path to Exile is going to resolve before the Vines of Vastwood did. Mm-hmm. That can't happen with split Second.
1: Which is really powerful. Super powerful,
3: yeah. yeah. And it gives plus five, plus five. So a lot of times it's like, oh, you can't kill that creature, you die.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Which is why this next card is real great. It's from a recent set and has become an all-star, I yep. think, across a lot of formats. Oh, because it has Delve. Yeah, Delve, Convoke, anything that lets you cheat mana cost. I'm telling you. Most powerful thing you can do. Most powerful thing you can do, yeah. Become Immense, five in the green, Delve. So each card you exile from your graveyard while casting the spell pays for one colorless so if you have five cards in your graveyard you can exile all five of them and pay this for just one green target creature gets plus six plus six till end of turn it's the best giant growth you can get especially in the format like edh because you you know your graveyard is going to get filled up especially in a deck like this where your creatures are going to be hitting the graveyard constantly if people are trying to aggressively block them
3: uh it's just awesome yeah it's just awesome it's i'd say every time you resolve this and you connect they just die right i mean that's six that's six poison counters
2: i honestly haven't had the chance to play it (laughs) really well i (laughs) hope you never do i do anticipate there are going to be you know especially because of edh as opposed to modern so i i do actually play that in my modern infect deck and i have played that a few times against kessler and in modern, you you are typically ditching more cards than you are in EDH, especially mm-hmm. in this. lands and all that. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, I think it's a, a tougher fit for EDH, believe it or not. Even though it would make sense that oh EDH, you're building up your your graveyard fast. In this deck, you typically want to dig out of your graveyard. Um, but in so EDH, I,
3: you also more likely to get to the point where you just. A can actually it.
2: cast it. Yeah. I think that's actually going to happen more often than not with this card. You know, maybe it'll cost four instead of six, but... Uh,
1: yeah, the fact that it can cost one in the best case and otherwise it's just seven mana for a plus six plus six isn't the worst thing in the world. It's
2: absolutely a late game bomb. It's just uh, first right off the bat. I don't know if I'd want to keep this in my opening hand.
1: Right, right. All right, uh, let's finally talk about some cards you might not think of. Um, generally, my favorite part of any deck tech is doing this because Mine too. Uh, these these are always the fun hidden gems of the deck. The first up is Invigorate. I love this card. Two and a green for an instant. If you control a forest rather than paying Invigorate's mana cost, you may have an opponent gain three life, any opponent. Target creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. Well, yes. it's funny because I don't care how much life you have. yeah. How many poison counters do you have? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, this is a zero cost uh, instant. Yep. Pact of Negation, Slaughter Pact, all these cards are incredibly powerful. Force of Will, because they cost zero and they can come out of nowhere and surprise an opponent. And
2: the best thing about this one is you don't have to ditch anything out of your hand. It's just all you have to have is a forest. And yeah. And now it's free.
1: Yeah.
3: Pretty, yeah, what a great card in this deck. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Caress of Phyrexia. It's three and two black for a sorcery. It says target player draws three cards loses three life and gets three poison counters oh, what a great card because it's so versatile if you if somebody is about to die you just put three poison counters on them and kill them but what some, a great!
2: it's such a great finish there. Yeah.
3: but sometimes you, you need just draw need cards. three cards and yeah. you don't care if you're taking poison counters because you're you're in no danger of going to ten mm-hmm. so you just sit, use it as a card draw spell
1: yeah it's great yeah, I really like that a bunch. Um, and the last one that I put up here is uh, the one and only Profane Command. Craig, you want to read this card? This card has a lot of text, so I apologize. I'm you know, people you... were saying that Modern Masters 2015 did not have uh, a lot of infect in it, and they were surprised. Yeah. But we've talked about a whole bunch of cards that fit in this deck that are from Modern Masters 2015. Yeah, and so... absolutely. And Profane Command, I think, is the uh, one of the best commands outside of Cryptic. And both of them were printed in Modern Masters 2015, which is great.
2: Yeah, and Profane Command works perfectly with Infect. It's uh, X and two black for a sorcery. Choose two. Target player loses X life or return target creature card with converted mana cost X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield or target creature gets minus X, minus X until end of turn or up to X target creatures gain fear until end of turn, meaning that they can't be blocked except by artifact creatures and or black creatures.
1: That last one is the one. Yeah. I mean, even the charge Creature gets minus X, minus X. It's like, hey, I have one blocker for your one guy. It's like, don't care. He's dead. Yeah.
3: Or I, I kill
1: that other guy that he's got, and I give my dude fear and kill you anyway. Yeah. The or fear
3: I and, give 12 of my guys fear.
2: The fear, and <laughs> for me, the getting one creature out of your graveyard yeah. is, is typically incredibly powerful in this deck, because, you know, if it's Icarats, so and now you do another Infect to everybody, or... Skitherex, it comes in. You pay an extra black, and now it has haste. Or you know, uh, Phyrexian Swarmlord. So now you
1: can, you future know, Future Facts even
2: Future Facts. There, there's a lot of uh, options for Profane Command for digging a creature out of your graveyard.
1: Yeah, uh, we should probably mention Skitherex. He was, uh, he was part of our uh, Dragon Week. Oh, he was celebration. like,
2: yeah, he was
3: uh, on our banner that we use. He was one of our, I don't know, flagship dragons for Dragon Week. Yeah, I'll read him. Uh, Skittles, as a lot of people call him skithrix the blight dragon three and two black five mana total for a four four flyer with infect has two activated abilities one is pay a black skithrix gains haste until end of turn and the other is pay two black regenerate skithrix yeah this guy is a meanie he's there there's whole decks built with him uh, as the commander because he's a legendary creature dragon skeleton um but good in any infect deck or just any deck because of the haste factor so it's just four infect damage you can't see coming
2: yeah he's uh the the haste option is something that i didn't really uh explore in this infect deck it's uh you know i have uh concordant crossroads and a few other infect decks um i'm not sure why it's not in this one right now but uh it should as you said, be in there it should be in there because haste is just haste I don't think is the Chroma's memorial is that in there too a Chroma's Memorial is not in this Infect deck. Uh, it's in another one, just because the seven mana cost. This Infect deck I built to try and be faster, be fast, mm-hmm. and seven seven mana cost is uh, is a little bit high.
3: Um, okay, let's talk about ways to combat this deck. Um, yeah, there's a few, which is just block everything. <laughs> Just have a lot of blockers. I would think token decks are probably in pretty good shape against a deck like this. Token
2: decks are great. Mono Red is actually really good. Uh, Any sort of, you know, deal, you know, Destroy Target Creature or this, you know, uh, like Cone of... uh, The Cone... That does a cone three, of flame. Two, cone of flame that does three, two, and one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is just a decimator to this deck. Yeah, because all um, the creatures are pretty small. Exactly, but typically people aren't playing. Anger of the gods. Yeah, That's, yeah. But, not, You don't
3: see a lot of that. You're you don't don't more likely to see the uh, EDH, Wrath yeah. of God. Exactly. Toxic deluge. That kind of stuff can really hose you.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, this deck, any infect deck, is highly dependent on its creatures, and so anything that can deal with those creatures in that sort of way is, is going to do really well.
1: Yeah. Also, having a low curve is really important. Uh, if you if you're the first person targeted, and let's say your creatures in your hand are all five drops, there's a good chance you're going to die before you even oh, yeah. get those out. I've died quite a few times to keeping
3: a slow hand, and it's like, uh oh, Craig decided to come after me first. Yeah. I just don't. I can't get enough things out in time to do anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um, oh, I like this one. P- just pillow fart, pillow for, pillow farts, <laughs> pillow farts, <laughs> pillow farts. It's a prank. Yeah. Well, it smells bad, and the Infect guys don't want to come over there. <laughs> so Pillow Fort stuff, like Propaganda, Ghostly Prison, um, that kind of stuff that makes you pay mana to attack people, that's just going to dissuade them from initially hitting you. Mm-hmm. But what happens with an Infect deck, and you've talked about this, Craig, before, is like you're like that Junkyard Dog. It's like once you get your mouth on that, what? their jaws on that jugular, then... You know, you kind of got to keep hitting the same guy. And the guy. reason
2: why I, you know, subscribed to that train of thought was because with Infect, you do. You yep. have to, once you bite somebody with Infect, you have to latch on. Like, that's that's the first person to go. Because it doesn't make any sense to anybody. hit, who hit you, has you for three weakness, Infect,
3: hit you for two Infect, and hit this other guy for four Infect. And it's like, you could have killed one of them, but all you did is do nothing to any it, of them.
2: Here's my first thought when, I, when I'm playing Infect. Who's the weakest? Right, yeah. And they, they're dead. You know, it's it's uh, it's a very, uh, you know, pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. It's very survival of the fittest kind <laughs> right. of. But um, so you know, uh,
3: if, so one propaganda can mean like that's the turn you're going to attack, and you don't have the mana to pay for it, so you attack someone else instead, and then the person with propaganda is basically safe after that, at least until you've killed that first player, because there's no way you're going to start attacking somebody else.
2: Yeah, propaganda and uh, you know, ghostly prison, you know, uh, that kind of like stuff. that kind of stuff is. It, I'm not going to pay two extra mana to attack you now because I want to save that for my pump. Now I'm just attacking you for one instead of potentially six.
3: Right. So I might as well go after this other guy. Right. Yeah. So it's really important to be not the first person that they latch onto, and and cards like that, Maze of Ith can really save you too. Because Maze like, of Ith is
2: huge, which is why in a lot of Infect decks I run uh, Strip Mine. Right. Because it, Maze of Ith can can destroy you in Infect. It can just
3: single handedly be like, no, nope, not kill me. Yeah. Um, so how do you've talked a little bit about how the decks play? Uh, do you want to talk about politics with decks like this?
2: Yeah. I mean, politics expects that if you play this, you're going to be the first target, you know? So I would love to, you know, see some of your input, you know, the listener's input to see what you guys think should go in this, why I put a less, a large maybe board next to it. You know, if you have any recommendations for what to switch out for what I'd love to hear that because, you know, it's it's built for speed. It's built to take out somebody as fast as possible. So, you know, typically if I play something like this, it's, uh, you know, I just want to get a quick game in and then get it over with.
3: It's good to have these type of decks in, like a deck like this, uh, in your repertoire, because sometimes you're going to sit down and you're going to be playing one-on-one or you're going to be playing three-player. And this is the type of deck that just excels in that situation.
2: Mm-hmm. Mono Red versus an Infect deck is a great one-on-one that is actually very, very balanced.
3: Yeah, a lot of give and take.
2: Exactly. Mono red or mono blue, typically the best matchups one-on-one for Infect. Otherwise,
1: good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Um, So yeah, that is our, our first deck tech ever on our first... Uh, infect Deck. Thank you, Craig, for bringing it in. There I are, feel
2: dirty. Thanks for having there, me. Or I
1: feel poisoned. Yeah, there are <laughs> plenty more of these where this guy came from, so we'll have Craig back to talk more about this in the future, I am sure. If you guys have your own uh, spicy version of an Infect Deck, maybe Infect-a-Ghost or whatever, let us know. We'll Leave a comment on rocketjump.com or on our YouTube comment section. It'll be fun to see the other deck lists that have, have this going on. Because I think in general, Infect is probably the least represented out there in terms of deck archetypes for I EDH.
2: definitely want to look at all of your Infect decks. Please put them up. You know, Put up lists on tapped out or whatever else, what other, whatever other uh, sites that you use. I will definitely look at them.
3: Oh, man, what are we doing? <laughs> what, are we doing? Uh, me, what are we doing? You tell me, man. What are we doing? We sold our soul to this show. Yeah, I'm all right with it. <laughs> no, I'm cool too. It's all, it's right. all good.
1: <laughs> Moving on to the end step. The end step for me this week is a movie I was in. Um, it's uh, it just got its first premiere screening at the LA Film Festival this week. It's called Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. Mm. Uh, it's kind of a bizarre name. There are no, there's no Dude Bro Party Massacre Two and One. Uh, the name itself is supposed to be a joke it's by the guys uh, over at five second films if you guys haven't checked out their stuff before they are super hilarious they've been doing this for a long time now and they're at the top of their game and they you have you may
3: be familiar with like uh brian frenzy who plays the law, the law on BGHS.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the main uh, creators of uh, five-second films. And John Salmon, uh, who is also the uh, the director of photography in VGHS, is one of the five-second film guys. So basically a lot of our friends that we work with now are, or friends who are from uh, USC or whatever ha- worked on this movie. And it is incredibly funny. It's uh, The main premise, I'll just give you a short spoiler, is that it's a horror movie that has never been aired uh, since the final airing which some kid recorded on his vcr and so it's this really crazy uh 80s throwback horror movie that spoofs itself spoofs a lot of other stuff it's very third wall break or fourth wall breaky um and it's just a bunch of fun it's very silly it's very crazy and it's very r-rated so if you <laughs> Uh, if you guys have a so chance, so Jack to see Landis, it, I'm sorry you're gonna have to wait a few years to yeah, check sorry, it buddy. out. Sorry, um, Jack. but yeah, I think they're gonna be releasing it on video on demand sometime soon on you know iTunes, Netflix, one of those platforms. So I'll be sure to let you guys know when that happens. Um, otherwise, you can check out the trailers; they're all Wha- over the internet, and it's really funny.
3: What's your role in it, Jimmy?
1: Uh, I just play one of the uh, frat brothers at the dude bro. You that, play one a, of the dude bros? I'm one of the dude bros, yeah. Nice. Or I'm, I'm someone pledging to be in the front. I'm not a full dude bro yet. Oh, you're only a dude, but not yeah. yet a bro? But we all take part in the massacre, so don't <laughs> that's, worry. That's, that's <laughs> I've heard good things. I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, it is. I can only
2: imagine with, you know, everything that they do with five-second films, I can... This the movie like is pure insanity. It's yeah.
1: it's very, very funny. So uh, that's my end step for today.
2: Very cool. Craig, where can
3: we find you on the worldwide interwebs?
2: You can find me at Craig Blanchett on Twitter and... Uh, yeah, that's about it right now.
3: About it, guys. Greg Blanchett on Twitter. Also, <laughs> yeah. don't forget to uh, check out our sister podcast, The Masters of Modern. Alex and Ben uh, do a great job with that show. You can find them on Twitter, at TheMMCast. That's our, right. Our editor is Eli Cuevas. Special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer for the Living Card animations on our YouTube videos. You can find him at Living Cards MTG.
1: Yeah, and that about wraps it up this week, guys. Don't get infected. Stay healthy out there. Don't get infected. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and we'll see you
0: Peace. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com. Or ask us on Twitter at JF wong and at Josh Lee Quai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs>